Welcome to Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck and co-host Reverends Bill Holton and Cher Holton. Discover practical applications to bring 21st century metaphysics to work in your life. Here's your host, Paul Hasselbeck. Welcome to another edition of Metaphysical Romp 2. This is the Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck in beautiful Plantation, Florida, having another beautiful day in my consciousness. And of course, I am with my good buddies. Hi, friends. Hello there. This is Reverend Dr. Cher Holton in beautiful Durham, North Carolina, and it is a beautiful day in my consciousness. And this is the Reverend Dr. Bill Holton. It's very definitely another beautiful, beautiful day in my consciousness as well. And as you guys know, Cher and I are the co-founders of our life work, and our ministry is called the Global Center for Spiritual Awakening. And you can find us very easily at gcsacommunity.org. And we call it that because we are a wonderful community that's virtual. We're driven by activities and uh, all kinds of um, interaction. So we invite you to check us out. Yeah, it's a wonderful resource. I have my website, paulhasselbeck.com, where you could find my events and my calendar, as well as the absolute word, my weekly blog. And this week's weekly blog is a throwback to what we've been doing. It's on joy. So I'm really excited to be doing that. And and Bill, I've noticed in the last few weeks, you've said that what you're doing is your life's work. Did you want to say more about that? Uh, yeah, when, when um, shortly after Cher married me, uh, she was very involved with Christianity and and the religious side of life. I was probably born into spirituality on my own. I, I investigated that as I was growing up and, and figured that that was where we needed to go as humankind. And uh, so we both, when we met and got married, realized that that was the direction we wanted to go in our life work. So we left corporate and we started our, our, our spiritual ministry and then added meta on the spiritual, because meta means even beyond spiritual. And that, yes. seemed, that seemed to make sense. So that's how it all started. Wow. I think that's wonderful. And and I was more like you, but I was I was dabbling around in different flavors of, of Christianity and how the Bible works uh, and all of that. But I never really landed in one flavor of religion. So let's just put it in all those in that kind of category. <laughs> right. So I was poking around the internet and I stumbled on this article on the power of holding hands. And when I read that title, guess who popped into my mind? The Reverend Doctors Holton. <laughs> because one of the first things I notice when they pick me up at the airport is when they are together in the car, Bill's hand is over Cher's hand on the, the shifter. The Perndle thing. <laughs> the Perndle thing. And I thought that was such a precious thing. It turns out it's more than just being precious. So Bill and Sherry, you want to share something about that? 
Well, it's interesting because it we do hold hands a lot and we've been married 47, 46 years. We're into 40. We're going to be Seven. 47 this year. And we still love to hold hands when we walk together. Like we take a walk around the neighborhood. We'll be holding hands in the car. Uh, it's just we just like to touch. That touch yeah. is very us and this article that we're going to discuss today really dove deeper into wow we that's there's a reason behind it why we yeah. yes and Bill do you want to add anything to that uh, yeah uh, in terms of uh, other folks out there uh, who 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 uh, do the same thing uh, when they're in a committed relationship a loving relationship a dating relationship are showing their commitment toward one another are showing their love and affection for it toward one another. And it just makes sense to touch as, as often as possible and, and hold hands, even in public, anywhere in public, doesn't matter because we, we want to touch, enjoy touching one another. And I just thought, now that we brought this up, in a way, in a very real sense, holding hands is a form of palmistry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh our, my gosh. Our palms all together. Palmistry is 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 about predicting the future. <laughs> and so when you're in a, a good relationship, a, a committed relationship, essentially what it's saying non-verbally is that we're committed to sharing a future together. When you think yeah, about it. Yeah. That that's <laughs> that's really good. And you just reminded me of kind of an anecdote on my side, is I had a boyfriend. And we were we were driving to Lawrence, which is a maybe a 30, 40 minute drive from where we were living. And while I was driving, I touched his hand and I got a got sparks in my palm. Huh? I was like, I withdrew my hand and I went, what the hell was that? <laughs> and after the performance, we stopped at Applebee's to have dinner. And during dinner, he broke up with me. Interesting. Oh, interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Palmistry. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Isn't you know, that a wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, guys, since you brought that up, Paul, more than just quote unquote lovers holding hands, but high fiving it is a form of palmistry. When you high five together, you're showing similar interest, applauding. It's a form yeah. of palmistry. You're showing a shared appreciation. Handshakes definitely are showing shared agreement. Teams holding hands, you've seen that in football, baseball, etc., are, are shared commitment and goals, camaraderie. Shaking a pet's paw, I'm going to add that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not palmistry, but sort of kind of. It shows friendship. And then there's Another form of palmistry that we don't need to go into, it's smacking somebody, slapping somebody. And that's the form of palmistry you don't want. Unless you're you're Gibbs on NCIS. He always hits Tony on the back of the head. Head, yes. Form of infection. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You think about... Well, this will all make sense to our viewers when they hear the, about the article and the science behind it. But you think about in unity when we did the circle and everybody mm-hmm. would hold hands and some people said that's so corny. Well, after you hear what the science says, there's something to that. And it's yeah. not just couples holding hands. And I love that you brought these up, Bill, because everybody who's listening can find ways to use the information we're going to share today. Yeah, and now it's got me interested to go back and see what the research is saying now 
about hugs and the importance of yeah. hugs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's- yeah. Well, something yeah. something that, that you brought up too, Paul, that, that started this uh, about the uh, uh, sparks that, uh, as, as you tried to touch uh, him. What's interesting is science is has, has proven in neuroscience the uh, particles, the atoms in our skins are conscious. So what's interesting about that, particularly when you said you guys split up after that, I believe that has something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, I want to add, it wasn't like, what do they call that, static electricity, when, you, when you're in a dry house and you touch something, you get a spark. It was a very different spark, so. Yeah, I can believe that, yep. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Shall we share this cool information? Yeah, yeah great article. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can start. And what's really interesting, this, what we're going to start with was actually the concluding paragraph, because we, we, re- we really felt like this sets it up better. And the title of this paragraph is what I want my patients to know. Now you're wondering, so why is it talking about patients? Well, the person who wrote this article is a doctor, and I put that information somewhere, maybe. It's right at the top there, James Cohen. He's a clinical psychologist and director of the Virginia Effective Neuroscience Laboratory at the University of Virginia. Ah, look, you are always on it, Cher. Thank you. So anyway, this article says during the pandemic, when I was caring for hospitalized patients in the days when even shaking hands was unfathomable, many confided in me a deeply felt void from the lack of physical touch with other humans. One morning, I held an elderly woman's hand in the emergency room as my resident prepared to do an exam. And the woman said... It feels like you're the first person I've touched in months. Just let that settle in. It feels like you're the first person I've touched in months. And then he goes on to say, I still think of that encounter and of that visceral hunger for contact. Many of us didn't know existed until it was taken away. And, and I have an anecdotal story about that that we didn't talk about when we were doing our uh, preview of what we're doing today. So I have a friend in Kansas City that we always hug. And during the pandemic, he told me, I miss hugging. And, and so I did a little poking around and I found out a way how we could hug safely. And so... We did that, and after we stopped the hug and we backed away from each other, we went, wow, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that is we do take things for granted, and it was probably even more amazing because of how intentionally you both went about finding a way to make it happen. Mm. Absolutely. And during the pandemic, I noticed that, Whenever we would like, I had still did a few jobs with one of my clients and it's a car dealership and they had found ways to hit heels and elbows and all of that. And it was just like, we have to have something. Yes. yes. Feels so awkward otherwise. And so people yes. identified ways they could still create that feeling that comes yeah. from the touch. 
Mm. Yeah. Wow. 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 So, uh, Cher, you want to go on? Sure. So now we're diving into the article itself, and it starts by saying, anecdotally, we can all probably speak to the soothing power of holding hands with a loved one. And I would add with friends and just that touch in general. But there's also some real science behind those positive feelings that we associate with handholding. And this is a quote by the psychologist we're talking about, James Cohen. If you really understand handholding, what it is and how it has its effects, you begin to understand just about every single facet of what it is to be a human being. That's a huge statement, right? That is a huge statement. And as you were reading it and That would be like the fourth time I've read this. I still had the same question. I wish he I wish he said in detail what every single facet of being human is to him, because he doesn't get to the details in this article. We had the same question when we were reading it. We said, wow, that's quite a statement. What does he mean by that? And I've (laughs) I've got I've got to hand it to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, For catching that, because you're exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) You just wanted to say that, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, you you were just waiting when you could stick that in there. Well, and and the things is uh, the thing is the three of us promote asking questions, Mm -hmm. and so so that really is a question that needs to be answered. So maybe we'll do some research on that. <laughs> yeah. But the rest okay. of his statement, he, he kind of makes a little statement about it. It expresses all the things we are for each other. I think that's quite a broad yes. interpretation, but, you know, he's the scientist, right? <laughs> all right. So he says, to the human brain, the world presents a series of problems to solve. And it turns out being alone is a problem. That is huge, isn't it? And that explains a lot with the depression that people are experiencing right now with the isolation, that kind of thing. It it kind of gives it a meaning. And he says, studies show that holding hands can reduce pain and buffer stressful experiences, but its impact on brain activity suggests something more profound is going on. Yeah, that's what we're getting to. So this is basically kind of from an article that invited people to ask questions. And the question that sets up what we're doing is, I'm curious why humans hold hands. Is there a biological reason it's such a common part of relationship across so many cultures? And the answer that he gave was holding hands exerts striking effects on our emotional state especially when it's with a romantic partner. It can help lower blood pressure, reduce pain, and buffer stressful experiences. And that's a big wow to me. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is, and it's not just holding hands for our listeners, because now hospitals know that when you have siblings, putting them in in, in the same crib shortly after they're born does those same three things lowers twins. blood pressure twins lowers blood pressure reduces pain and buffer stress wow that's really really amazing yeah, yeah there's so, like 
research study. I don't remember how long ago this was, but it was a great story of a baby. One twin was born with a heart problem and they she was not healed. They thought they were going to lose her. And the other twin was was healthy. And a nurse decided to put them together just that was against policy, but she put them together and they wrapped in a hug. Mm -hmm. And that was the picture. That picture is vivid in my mind. And that child with the heart defect healed. That's an amazing story of healing, isn't it? And we would probably call that the restoration of wholeness, right? Yes. Ah, Yes. Restoration of wholeness. So doctor goes on to say, The simple gesture can limit the impact stress has on our autonomic nervous system. You can tell the three of us aren't scientists, or the two of us aren't scientists, Bill, and more, which regulates unconscious bodily functions such as pupil dilation. When people feel they are under threat, holding the hands of a loved one calms parts of the brain responsible for vigilance and emotional response. Yeah, and it's probably time for us now to switch to the absolute word. And so I'm inviting all our listeners to give it a try this week. Find someone you can hold hands with, with their permission, of course. You know, if you have a partner, that should be easy. But if you don't, what about a friend? And of course, I think it's culturally more acceptable for two women to to hold hands as opposed to two men holding hands. So let's find someone we can hold hands with this week. And then we will continue this article. And right now we are going to pivot to the absolute word. And the absolute word is based on Sunday messages appearing in Daily Word, a copyrighted uni publication, and has been used with permission. And so the funny thing is, is, the absolute word is Sir February 4th, 2024, and the word is joy. And we mentioned that earlier in the program. So we can say this is a throwback or an emphasis from our last subject matter. So the affirmation is I radiate joy. My spiritual identity has its foundation in the divine idea of joy. I carry it with me wherever I go and in everything I do. It is always available. It is up to me to access it. Like the sun that is always shining, even when obscured by clouds, the divine idea of joy is available in my happiest moments as well as during darker times. Joy spotting is the spiritual practice of identifying those moments when I spontaneously feel joy. It grounds me in the present of unfolding life. I remain responsive, adaptive, and accepting what I cannot change and having the courage to change and influence what I can. Over and over again, I access and give expression to the divine idea of joy, which helps me to be rooted in the happiness, peace, and wholeness. I radiate joy. And so it is. This is the Reverend Dr. Paul Hasselbeck signing off, saying thank you for listening, and thank you to my co-hosts. Oh, thank you, Paul. This is Reverend Dr. Cher Holton, and we just hope you all hold hands this week.
And this is the Reverend Doc Bill Holton, and uh, we've got to say that Paul's uh, absolute word is a form of spiritual and existential touch. Just know that. And the three of us invite you to always radiate joy. Radiate joy.